Would you call yourself a socialist? Uh, no. You've never told a lie in politics? No, no. See, somebody sent me a video actually last Friday and it had you talking at the socialist community. Oh, course. Yes, yes. And you mentioned the word comrade uh, about four times in a minute. What was that about? It was a rally and I would have been about 25 years old. Comrade, 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 comrade. If you are caught in a lie or caught intentionally misleading the New Zealand public, how would you expect to be held to account? Well, I actually believe that it is possible to exist in politics without lying. We drum in that messaging around the dangers of COVID pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda. Sustained propaganda. Hello, Grant Edwards from Liberty NZ. Welcome along and uh, thank you for tuning in to this podcast. I always look forward to it on a Saturday night. Well, what do we want to talk about tonight? We could talk about uh, Brett Power from New Plymouth, who has uh, the New Zealand police, he says, have accepted the manslaughter charges against the minister, Andrew Little. And uh, apparently uh, he says that if you have vaccine damage or affected by the mandates, uh, then you are a witness to the case and you can report your circumstances on the police website. And I'll put a a link to that in the uh, chat very shortly. That uh, actually has a case number. Some of you will already know this. It's uh, 220203 forward slash 2237. You can have your say and let your voice be heard. And together, let's hope we can all do something about this madness. Now, the truck convoy. It plans to reach Wellington on the morning of the 8th. And uh, the protest... Oh, whoops, that might be Liz Lambert trying to ring me on another line. I might just have to um, come back to you or I might play a, play a trailer. Actually, no, you'll have to wait, Liz. Hi, Liz. Sorry, I'm in the middle of a, um, uh, a podcast. Can you, I can't actually hear you because I've got headphones on. Can you um, follow the link and talk to me? I'll have to hang up. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> that was really unprofessional. Anyway, back to the truck convoy. Um the protest is against the government's vaccine mandates and the government restrictions, of course. The Freedom Convoy NZ uh, is called Freedom Convoy 2022 NZ, is an alliance of groups inspired by a similar protest action in Canada and in Australia. And it now has close to 20,000 members, although I was listening to Counterspin Media and they said that uh, the a couple of women were on there, a couple of ladies. And they said that within 24 hours, they had on Facebook alone, they had over 5,000 members or people people joining that group. So I think it might be a bit bigger than we think. Um, that'll be very interesting. Uh, another interesting thing we could talk about is um, the government handing out more money to uh, the media or the propaganda, really, isn't it? Propaganda arm. $18 million they've been given. It's a public interest journalism, they call it. It's more like propaganda, I would think. And uh, so $18 million they've been given a boost by with the announcement of funding for an additional 110 journalists across New Zealand with a specific mandate to produce a mandate to produce stories that keep New Zealanders informed and engaged and support a healthy democracy. That's what they said. Well, I don't know about that. Um that's very interesting, isn't it? The news, the uh, the news speak. War is peace. One writer said at the BFD. She said, uh, "War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength." And uh, they, you know, that's 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 what they're trying to 
to convince the people that listened and read their publications. Um, we seem to have a bit of background noise there, so I'm just going oh, to have to... Sorry. Oh, hello, Liz, that's all right. I'll, I'll just put, mute you and I'll bring you back my, in. Um, I'll put my earphones <laughs> And Actually, just it won't make a noise. You'll be fine. Stay there. I um, okay. I was very unprofessional, Liz. I answered your call. I didn't mute my phone, and I and I and I sort of got a bit flustered while I was reading a bit of a, a head some headlines. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably wonder what's going on along with everybody else. No, so, I looked um, in the wrong place as usual for the. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome, Jasprit. It's nice to see your name up there instead of a whole bunch of letters. I managed it. Hi, Grant. Yeah, you're pretty good. Hi, thanks for coming on. Um, now, I wanted to uh, actually, we, I guess we, we want to talk about um, what Brett Power has done um, in New Plymouth. It's, and he does actually have a, um, the police have said that they've taken it. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm doubtful about that. Aren't you? I'm doubtful that they'll do anything. But it was just that they showed they showed a, a image of a police um, letter, and had one line on it with a number, the case number, I suppose. But um, uh, you know, you've got to take your hat off to Brett because he. This isn't the first thing that he's done. Um, I don't know if you realise it, but he's he did a um, a high court challenge to stop the vaccine rollout, the Pfizer vaccine rollout. And uh, he did a very good um, interview with um, Hannah and Calvin on Counterspin Media uh, earlier in the week. And that was just before he uh, went to New Plymouth to um, serve them with um, the information that he had to have Andrew Little arrested. Um, yeah, so I think it's he's got a bit more in him than I think a lot of us realised. So... Uh, I'd hope to have him on the program tonight, but I think he's pretty tied up with um, what he's doing. He's got a lot of work ahead of him. So um, I don't know, Liz. Um, I also wanted to talk to you about, oh, now what was it? We about were talking about restaurants. Yeah, That's right, the trespass thing. Yeah, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that. So if you if you go into a store and they ask you to put a mask on and you say I've got a vaccination uh, I'm sorry I've got a um, um, uh, what do you call it a, a exemption a mask a, exemption, a mask yeah. exemption yeah and they say no so we don't accept those and then, and then you just simply say well you know I'd like to just buy something if they say look we'll trespass you now how does trespass work? Do, can they just do it straight away and ring the police, or do they have to actually give you, you know, warn you that well, they, they will trespass you? Ring, they don't have to ring the police. Right. Okay. Uh, well, what do they do uh, to trespass someone? Well, let's see. Trespass. Right. Now, the, the shops, they're not public places. They can trespass anybody they want. Hmm. Um, to make it official with the police and sort of get the police once the trespass has been registered with the police under the Trespass Act 1981, that would be the next step if somebody kept coming back and you was like, oh, gosh, this person won't stop. So you'd, you'd fill out a form. Um, I think it's Section 4 of the Trespass Act 1981, mm. and, you'd and you'd take it down to the police station. Now, you can trespass anybody this way. If mm. you are either the occupier or uh, someone, um, someone authorised by the occupier, right? Mm. So, for, for example, if it's one of these big companies, um, 
uh, you get all sorts of people who are authorised to trespass people off. Uh, officers, just about any officer of the um, any officer of the company would be um, authorised to trespass people off off the premises. So there was a yeah, was I a mean, story. and we and we have to we we have to accept that because that's mm. part of what we're trying to um, we're trying to defend um, private property. Mm. So if somebody if you go into a store and they say get out, we're not going to serve you. Mm -hmm. um, they don't have to give you a reason. Mm -hmm. You have to get off now, even though they're open to the public. Well, they're open to sell things, but they they might not want to sell stuff to you. So, so they can they can discriminate. It's, yeah, it's not public will. property. It's not mm. public property. Right. It belongs. Although, I mean, the way that shops and everything have been going along, and and corporations and God knows what, they act as if they are the property of the state. Mm. They're they're proper little. I won't say the crude <laughs> expression. Uh, but uh, they're proper little um, tail waggers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm talking about this because there was a News Hub story about a woman, mm -hmm. uh, they called her an, an anti-mandate woman, and she was arrested for refusing to show her vaccine passport at mm -hmm. the uh, Labour MP Tamati Kofi's Rotorua restaurant called Our House. And wow. so the police came and arrested her. But it turns out yeah. they didn't arrest her for not presenting her vaccine passport. They arrested mm -hmm. her um, for uh, – and, and, in fact, you know, the, no, the media get it no so arrest, wrong. There is no arrest power. For actually, a trespass? For not for, no, for not showing – well, it's unusual unless, you know, somebody's really kicking up a big stink and then mm. they'd be arrested for – um, disturbing, disturbing the peace. peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so, um, but under the, the the police can't be called if people um, don't show their vaccine pass. Well, he did, and they came and they arrested her. Yeah. Uh, did they it, did they arrest her? They didn't arrest her. Well, the media news hub says that she was arrested mm -hmm. for refusing to say? show a vaccine pass. Well, yeah. it turns out that she was arrested. She was trespassed. And yeah. she may not even have been arrested. She might have just been escorted out of the building. Yeah, there's no need to escort people though. Mm. That that can that can give rise. Now, what what um you know um what's his name Brad Flutie? Yes, I spoke to him. Um, he was at um up at Charlie's pub up at um uh, last Saturday actually, and I was talking to Charlie about how they can see um work safe off. And uh, work safe officers without, um, of course, not not touch them or anything, but you know, give them give them the work safe um, warning letter that work safe uh, overstepping the bounds, and they're going to get sued. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think they've been to Charlie back to Charlie's pub actually, but anyway. Um, so Brad Flutie happened to come in, and uh, we were talking on a on a Zoom, not a Zoom call, or just a messenger call, you know, mm. and. Um, and he was saying, and he was telling me about, you know, his his uh, getting. What did he get tasered or something? It was. Oh no, that uh, was no, it was, a, um, yeah, no, it was um, pepper sprayed. Pepper, uh, pepper sprayed. Yeah. And tasered twice. And tasered. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So so I said to him, mm. uh, by by people impersonating police officers, because uh, why I say impersonating is they didn't arrest him. 
That's it was right. no charge against him. Uh, they called up the police station and were told by their superior, don't bring him in. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and, uh, and, they um he had to be taken to hospital and they had to get a bucket off the side of the they had to get a bucket from somewhere of water so he could wash his his eyes down mm. and he was taken off to hospital now um i said to him don't make a complaint to the to the police um complaints authority okay i said make a complaint go to the police and make an, a complaint of assault against these people who, who, when they act out, they are only police officers as long as they are acting within their authority. Now, there right. was, if they were going to spray him and taser him, it must have been some charge they were going to lay, and they never laid a charge. So that must mean that they act outside their authority. Now, this is what I would say to the lady who was escorted out of the, um, out of the shop that uh, that's a technically an assault because they probably laid hands on her. All right. So those, those, right. those people, those men or women, because it's often women, mm-hmm. who laid hands on her are acting um, as private citizens in that case. So what, would they, what, would, what are they allowed to do? So if they're called... They, yeah. they can really only just look and see, well, if there's no disturbance, if she's yeah, just having a conversation. Yeah, that's make sure there's no disturbance, yeah, and then have a, maybe a conversation. Mm. But certainly not um, escort people off somewhere. No, I'm, I've been arrested a number of times. And, yes, they, they are allowed to do a little bit of, you know, making sure that, you know, they, they lay a uh, – I think they maybe actually even have to lay a hands on you anyway. Not not roughly, of course, but, you know, just take your arms gently. You mm. know, last time I got arrested, there was one sort of uh, with a hand on each – under each shoulder. Um, <laughs> not nice, a, under, each, uh, under each elbow, you know, and, 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 you know. How lovely to help you to the car. Uh, yeah, no, it was the paddy wagon, actually. <laughs> oh, it was no. – it was the it was the arrest at uh, Aotea Square back in September of last year, which yep. it looks like I'll never go to court on. Um, mm. yeah, they 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 keep on pushing it out and out and out and out. Okay, mm. um, because they don't want um, they don't want a few things said in court that they know I will say. So um, you know my defences are, are pretty are pretty watertight, and uh, uh, yeah they. They, they would make a big a big dent in the confidence, let's say, of of the government. But, um, yeah. Uh, Before you go on, Liz. Now, oh, but I what just, I did want to say, oh, sorry. You might not on. be able to hear me. I just wanted others to know who Homebase is. Homebase is uh, Auckland lawyer Liz Lambert. And uh, so for those of you outside of New Zealand or people that aren't familiar with our podcast, Liz is often contributes to this podcast. And so that's who you're speaking with, uh, who I'm speaking with, <laughs> I'm so tired today, Liz. I'm getting my words mixed up. Liz oh. M. Lambert. <laughs> you Lawyer. can hear me okay? Uh, yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah, yeah. It's just I've sort of gone off. I've got on, on to another bit and I'm scared to touch things unless <laughs> I've cut myself off. Um, no, yeah, but I wanted to say a bit about, I mean, I think stay away from these hostile um, environments yep. until we get this all sorted out. I wouldn't be going off. I certainly wouldn't be um, patronising a, a, a pigsty like um, our house that no. belongs to um, a horrible, horrible man and his horrible, horrible husband who rent out a man rooms. with a husband 
Oh, yeah, who rent mm. out wombs of, of poor women in India. They've already oh. got one. Yeah, they their boy that they've got, they God knows which woman's egg they sent over there, right? Because it must have been a woman must have been involved in it somewhere along the line. But anyway, they rented another woman's womb, a, a, sur a surrogate, right? And they even had the gall to be, and I'll send you the, um, uh, I think it was a stuff um, newspaper um, report or something yeah. about them yeah. uh, at the airport, so worried that they couldn't get another baby from uh, from India because. Um, or because of the COVID restrictions. Isn't that human trafficking? It is human trafficking. And they're completely blatant about it. Completely blatant. Oof. It's sick as sick as sick. And yeah. stay away from them. Just leave them to rot. Yeah, why would you give them your money? Nobody's going to be going to their restaurants. And this is the, this is the up beat thing I would have to say about restaurants and these close uh, contact places uh, that you know people are being hit uh, their businesses are being hit with this ridiculousness well it's more than ridiculousness it's evil it's complete evil designed to designed to uh, shut down businesses and destroy them and destroy our lives by making us um, get vaccinated or trying to make us get vaccinated Try, coercing yeah, coercing, exactly, mm. which is mm. actually, now we should mention that, mm. coercing is, is what um, Justice Cook called it in the, uh, the four aviation um, uh, workers, that, the Sue Gray case. Mm. That, that, that was what it's called, and it's a breach of um, um, the, the, coerce, the coercing is what happens in the employment relationship when they um, hold the jab and, and um, ransom for the job, right? Now, that yeah. is um, illegal under Section 92 of the Health and Safety at Work Act. So we're working on that um, very, um, very assiduously now. Now, mm. getting back to the restaurants, um, I was talking to, oh, that's right, Steve Oliver. Steve Oliver and his wife, Chrissy, are good Christian people. And they cannot, um, they cannot even go halfway and say, oh, well, we'll have, um, you know, some part of the gym or some days of the gym for um, unvaccinated people and some days for vaccinated. They could actually not be in the gym at all because both of them are unvaccinated because, of course, they've got good um, uh, Christian principles about all sorts of, all sorts of things. Um, mm. uh, and, uh, but mostly, uh, they act on their principle. They have got um, a large, um, well, they're not even a clientele probably, a large uh, group of young people who have got nowhere else to go. They are off-the-street kids. They mm. are kids who will who will commit suicide if they cannot go to, to the gym. And, and, and they get sucked. And have some they camaraderie. Get, yes, and they, mm. get, they get shelter, they get hope, they get love, they get um, a great example. And so um, Steve and his wife cannot um, go any, um, cannot back down from, no, we must fight. Um, we must fight the mandates. We must fight the, we must fight WorkSafe. They are going to defend the, the infringement notices. Now, because they're fighting for those kids. 
They are fighting for their kids. It's not, you know, mm. it's not the business. It's not money they're fighting for. It's not anything else. It's for the for the lives and the sake of those kids that they love. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the thing is that one of the one of the um, techniques that was suggested to them was what, uh, not by me, but um, I mean, I have thought about this before, is a waiver. So a waiver is when you have, um, well, you could probably in the case of a business like that, you'd have a list with a, you know, name, um, name and a place for a signature and you'd write out something like, um, uh, by entering this gym, um, I give a waiver um, of all my rights to sue Steve Oliver's gym if I catch COVID-19 here, right? It sounds ridiculous, that, doesn't it? That's all that's needed, mm. right? Mm. Now, Steve Oliver hasn't had, hasn't had, <laughs> yeah, yeah mm. but I'll, I'll explain how powerful it is in a minute. Yeah. Steve Oliver and the gym hadn't had any, haven't had, uh, since we've been talking to them about that and since they've instituted that, they haven't had any more visits from WorkSafe. Good. We'll fight, we'll fight the, um, we'll fight the um, tickets I've got, um, mm -hmm. infringement notices, tickets. Mm -hmm. uh, but that is, um, you know, that's going to be a long, drawn-out process for WorkSafe, and they will not win in the end. They will not win, absolutely will not win. Um, now, the other thing is that um, this, uh, so this waiver, right, can be given f by any person to any person, but the circumstances that you give it in are, uh, are strategic, right? So I had a, uh, a lady I know on the island who, who called me up yesterday and said, my son's been sent home from school Somebody at the, at the school has tested positive for COVID and now all of the class has been sent home and um, da, da, da. Mm. And, um, and then there'd been, in, um, you know, and then he'd gone, he'd had to go off and get a test, and which she didn't want him to get, and it was negative because she didn't like the thing up the nose, which is de dreadfully dangerous. And, um, and it's, you know, sticking poison stuff up your nose. And um, and then his brother had come home and uh, or something something like that. Anyway, there was a number of interactions between people, and it turned out that one of the interactions then turned out to test. I guess it was one of the other boys or girls had had uh, tested um, positive. So then it was. Oh no, because everybody's thinking, oh, I'm now I'm a close contact, I'm a close contact. Yep. And everybody, if you followed it to your logical conclusion, this island would be shut down today, finished, That's right. gone. That's right. right? That's what Leo Malloy was saying. Everyone yes. is, they're not, they're not signing in when they come into his restaurant because they don't want to have to, uh, yeah. you know, quarantine. Well, what they should be doing, what they should be doing is Leo Malloy should have a, a list like, um, should have a piece of, uh, a sheet of paper with the date on, with a whole, um, you know, a place for everybody to sign in, even put their name and address if they want. Oh, I don't and um, and um, no, no, because it won't get used. Here's the thing. Here's hmm. the thing. It won't even have to be used because the thing is that nobody, can 
can do a thing to you. What you're saying is, if I catch this so-called COVID anywhere, right, if I catch it at this restaurant, let's say, let's say for argument's sake, that it was, it was deemed to be that you'd caught it at the restaurant, what you've said is, I will not sue anybody. You're the only one, actually, that has the right to sue. If you get, if you the catch state can't go, can't go suing hold, somebody hold. on your behalf, can they? That's a very good point. Well, it is a very good point. It's a brilliant point, in fact. Mm. <laughs> That's why you're a lawyer so, and I'm not. Well, well, I <laughs> hope that some other, I hope that some other lawyers are listening. And but you don't have to, um, you don't have to be a lawyer to see the, see the, um, the logic of it, do you? Um, well, you know that. Way above my you, pay grade. You you know that if you're, you 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 get the flu or anything, or even if you get, um, uh, what, where would the government sue on your behalf? I'm just trying to think of a situation where they would. Anyway, they definitely I've got leprosy. Won't. They might want to sue me for walking in, wouldn't they? Well, I don't know. They'd have to put it on. They'd have to make a law about it first. Hmm. Hmm. This is the thing. This is the thing they keep on doing. I've, I've started reading the 57-page judgment from Justice Cook, and I, I'm getting into, because it's quite good because it's in November, I think it is, October, October 22nd. Uh, it was October 21st and 22nd of last year. Mm. And it gives a kind of a, a, a lengthy breakdown of um, – how the legislation, how the, what the challenges have been to various um, things that that cabinet uh, have done. Now, in the, you remember we talked about how there'd been a number of days. I thought it was ten days. It's actually nine days from that first lockdown of everybody till it was raised by a man called Broad. Broadshaw, I think the name is. Anyway, I'll look it up again. It's something like that. Wasn't he a lawyer? Yeah. I hope he is. Um, mm. I, I want to get in touch with the man. Um, what they said was that an ad hoc committee of cabinet had met and decided, right? So it, went to, it was a challenge to that um, because there was no act of parliament at that stage, right, mm. to authorise it under. So it went off to... Um, it went off to for a judicial review, and um, and it was found to be unlawful, um, but they let it go anyway. That's what they, you know. They don't say exactly that. They give some some sort of reasoning around it, but um, you know, uh, and I you know I haven't got straight. But basically, they they say yes, it was unlawful because it breaches. Um, the Bill of Rights Act. Um, I think it's freedom of movement or something. But anyway, the, the it's a it's a good case because um, I'm I'm going to find out all you know wh which date everything was heard on, who was who was arguing it, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, because um, so the 57 pages will be worth reading. But I um, I gave out the um, the um, what was it? It's the it's the citation for that case uh, last night on my Zoom call. Yes, but I can give it to you again. Okay. 
So the, it's CIV, which is a civil case in the High yeah. Court. It's okay. uh, where are we? It's um, CIV dash twenty twenty one dash four eight five dash five o nine, and then square brackets in square brackets twenty twenty one, and then capitals NZH. C three O one two. I've just put it in the chat. A dash, a, a, a dash is um one of those little horizontal ones, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's very good. And where can they find that again? I uh, just Google it, and mm, um, okay. and uh, you'll um. You'll find it okay. Oh, let's see. Oh, I'm back again. I got back on the on the page, so I'll see who's around. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, as good. I say, I've just started to read it. But all sorts of things. Um, you know, there's all sorts of this highfalutin stuff about, oh, well, does it, you know, is it bad enough to be a breach? Da, da, da. Now, I think that that case in October should be, um, should be a, well, it's too late to appeal it now. I think they've got about, they have about, oh, it's only about 30 days. You're supposed to have their appeal already just about. You should have lawyers working around the clock on it. Um, mm. But, um, uh, yeah, that's do, right. do, um, do you know anything about Brett Power's High Court challenge? That he, not the one, not the serving of the papers to the New Plymouth Police, but the High Court challenge to stop the vaccine rollout. I didn't even know he did one. And he's done yes. a very good interview. Uh, Calvin yes, and I Hannah. Saw that. I saw mm, that. that on I did see that interview. Yeah. Yes, I did. And that um, sounds to be well, well founded. Yes. Um, I've got I'll a talk little a extract. Yeah. I'll talk I've got an. Uh, sorry, Liz. I've got an extract from that interview, and I'd like to play it and get your comments on it. If that's all right. That'd be great. Thank you. Right. What I did was I thought, well, I will cut out all the arguments and I will look at the safety data that Pfizer previously held in confidentiality, but what happened in the USA was a group of amazing people got together and they said, well, you've done all this, where is the evidence? You know, we want to see the evidence of the adverse effects because you're saying there are none. So they forced them to release 100 pages and um, what they forced them to release is what they call the post-authorization cumulative analysis which is part of the clinical trial. And what that means is once they release, released it, because no clinical trials were ever done or completed, this is supposedly an ongoing thing. Now, so in this case, the release of the Pfizer serum is part of the clinical trial. So after three months, which was 28th of February 2021, they had a three-month uh, window where they recorded 158,893 adverse events. This is what Pfizer got in that three months, right? Now, that data was supposed to go as part of the clinical trial to the FDA and the other regulatory authorities. But what Pfizer did was they redefined the classification of those events. They called them adverse events of special interest. Now, the difference is... An adverse event of a special interest, if you look through the clinical report, you'll find that went directly to the Pfizer private database. It was supposed to go to the FDA and other re regulatory authorities database. 
but all AESIs went to the Pfizer private database. So nobody got to know about this. That's the, the first fraud that they did. And um, just briefly, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to go in, into it, except it's very blatant. And you can go in there, you can see the Appendix 1 of that document, and it has thousands of uh, diseases and sicknesses that Pfizer observed from the Pfizer serum on people. They have all these recorded adverse events of special interest, thousands of them. So when people think there's so many different diseases out there, which is caused by the fact that this is a gene-altering serum and it's affecting the DNA. DNA is in every cell component of us, so every component is being affected, and that's why you're getting this huge range of adverse events. Anyway, getting back to what they did, they defined all these adverse events. So all these diseases is being caused by the Pfizer serum. Now, they've said publicly that there's no connection between the serum and the serum injection and all these adverse effects. But what they did is they hid all the adverse effects that were being observed. The first key thing that they did was they defined all the um, adverse events that were coming from the coronavirus, and they listed them. And there was, I think, uh, 18 of those right through to death was the final um, final effect that they listed there as a consequence of COVID. Now, the serum that they gave had exactly the same spike protein in it. So Pfizer gave a list, as I said, these are the list of all the adverse effects coming from the serum. And what they said was, no, those effects actually were caused by the underlying disease, so we wipe all those. So that's the basis of my um, court case because I'm not arguing the data. I'm not bringing in expert witnesses. All I'm doing is pointing out the complete fraud that is found in the safety data. Now he's a smart man, don't you think? He is. He's an engineer, and he thinks yep. like an engineer. Yep. He, de he deconstructs things. He's very, mm. what I call re-engineers them. And so yep. do I, but I do it that for legal stuff. Now, I've, I've got Brett's number because I've, I've spoken to him. Mm. Um, actually, I'm, I'm wondering if I look back in my family tree, we're probably related. The Power family came to um, Taranaki in 1858. That's mm -hmm. my great-great-grandparents. So um, <clears throat> I think probably we are related. But anyway, getting back to that. Well, I you could certainly work with them, couldn't you? Yeah, I certainly could work with mm. them. Mm. Um, and one day um, or a few months ago, we talked for a while on a Saturday afternoon about various things um and now i i have sent him a text and and i have thought about this whether i should mention it now but i think i should because because i don't later. want everybody to get um all excited and then let down and think that there's no remedy for what could happen i was suspicious suspicious the, of I was suspicious of the cops that they oh, yeah. they accepted it, right? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because the person named is the wrong person. What's his name? Um, Andrew, Andrew Little. John Little. 
small mm. and whatever he is, little. Minister, he, yeah. Yeah, he may be the Minister of Health, but the person who signed off that original one, and I think has probably signed off quite a few orders since then, but the person who signed off the original one is Chris mm. Hipkins, and he's the Minister for COVID Response. Right. So that's what they'll do. COVID they'll keep passing the buck, response. won't they? Yes. Oh, so it's I not me. A, yeah, I have a feeling that they'll get everybody hyped up. The police will let everybody get hyped up, and yep. then they'll say, oh, no. Or, or Andrew Little will, will jump, be able to jump out and people will lose hope again. And so this is why I have to tell you this now. And hopefully yeah. Brett, Brett will call me later tonight and we'll talk about this and how this can be remedied because it can be remedied. How do you suggest right. it can be remedied? Um, you just take in a, like um, you can take in an amendment, um, some sort of amendment right. um, that, yeah, um, uh, the mistake was in believing that it was the Minister of Health, which was an easy, easy, easy mistake to make. Mm. Unless you look be. at yeah. it, because what, what you've got to do is go to the vaccination orders and yeah. you'll see um, uh, it will be commencement. That's and, on uh, legislation.gov? Yeah, go go and have a look at one of the vaccination orders, would you, Grant? Yeah. yeah. Now. Yeah, if you like, if you've okay. got one handy there. Yeah, religious. I'll do it while you while you're filling us in on the info. Legislation. Yeah. It's so, legislation.gov.nz. Yeah, that's right. And vaccination and, orders. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they're all done at different times. Of, well, they are. Which yeah, one do yeah. we want? The 2021? Uh, we want the one which is the 20th of – the first order is the – sorry, the 30th of April, 2021. 30th of, 30th of April. Okay. I've got um, – uh, And it was the one made for the MIQ centres in the ports, I think. Oh, okay. I've got December 21. All right. Back, back to this. 30th back of the, April. Yeah. I'll find it for you. Um, the next one down, yeah, are we talking uh, COVID-19 public health response vaccinations order? Is that That's the one? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Not assessment tools or specific work no, vaccinations no. or? No. Okay. Because this is the one that allowed it, you know, no. to, to pick off. The latest one I've got is January 23rd, yep. Yeah, they've got, they, keep on, they keep on making them. Yep. Right. They so, keep on making them to try and get more and more people caught up in the it's net. It's very confusing, isn't it? Looking at the yeah. Have yeah. a look at just have a look at that latest one that you've got there, right? Yeah, I've got it. Now now it'll have the title of the act and then it'll have um the order was made on the date whatever date twenty um January uh by the Minister of what? Uh that's very good interesting. This order is made by the Minister for COVID oh for COVID nineteen response. That's Hipkins. Yep. Yep, that's him. Oh, that's a that's a, a well, that's a mistake that someone that's you know hasn't had that experience in law, but doing his best would make. Yep. So yeah. he needs to oh, team up with someone like you. Absolutely, he's done a good job, brilliant job. <clears throat> he sure has. And, yep. and they have, and they have, um, and he's had no lawyer to help him. Why aren't mm. there lawyers out there helping him? Mm. Well, here's one. 
here's one. Here's one. <laughs> oh, <you>. me. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. But, I mean, I don't want the fantastic thing is, but I want I want people I want him to to um I don't know how it'll be done. I'll I'll see if I can get some um um uh help from um uh, from Kirsten Murphy. She might know how to because she was going, she was going to, she was, yeah, she was going to put, mm. go in and put a, um, one, the same thing in that um, she was all fired up about it a couple of weeks ago, mm. um, but maybe oh, she should, yeah. Well, I wonder if someone's so got she to would have, She would have known that, that oh, I don't know, um, mm. she would Good. have known that you had to name the right person. I mean, it's vital. You can't, you can't go arresting, and I don't want them to go around to, What's his name? House tomorrow. Andrew Little's placed. Andrew Little's And do a citizen's tomorrow. arrest. In fact, it's today, isn't it? I don't know. He might be, he might be under arrest already. Well, it could be that poor old um, Brett is under arrest. For, that's, probably why didn't, that's probably why I had no, no, no answer when I rang him today. <laughs> poor man. Let's I hope he's all right. Be, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they've got uh, up to that... that well. um, he that seems a pretty of, uh, thoughtful and lawful, law-abiding person. Just listening to him when he came out of the police station at New oh, Plymouth on the ramp there. Guy. Yeah, yeah. My, I really, I really admire him. And he had a, a, there was a lot of people there too. It would have been a good. Yeah, couple of I mean, there. he has done a much. I mean, that argument about forget the forget the um, the expert witnesses. Yeah. Any any wealth well. Um, taught engineer or any well-taught lawyer should have been taking that tack. Back to the right? data. Mm. Yeah, just and, and the other thing is that he's talking about the stuff that's come out of the United States that they had to release, right? Yes, right. And all that's about true. all of the injuries. But the da there is a safety data sheet, of course, which is Chris Lind has analysed. So he actually now who's Chris Lynn? Is he in New Zealand? Oh yes, that's he's on your podcast. He's always on yeah. the on the zooms. Mm, yeah. mm, on your zooms, I should say. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a health and safety consultant. I thought he was something pretty special because yeah. he seemed to know his yeah. know his subject. He's another he's another technician of a, of a of an excellent kind. So the darn world would not function without these people. Mm. We could well do without um, people like you know. A certain group. <laughs> we don't actually need politicians. All they do is cause trouble. We want people that don't want. We need people that don't want to be a politician. Yes, exactly. That love our country, exactly. and it doesn't matter where they come from, so long as they love New Zealand, and and yeah. they that they all come here because they like the New Zealand way of life. But I yeah. tell you what, in the last two years, the New Zealand way of life's worse than in, in North Korea. Getting well, there, it's heading I towards it. Yeah, I've got I've got um, people who work for various places in in New Zealand, and some of them are South African. Mm -hmm. And one of them, uh, her and her husband said, "We want to go back. Uh -huh. This is this is dreadful." You can't here. blame them. I know Americans that were, that yeah. are on and they're ones not, on a way and home. They're not they're not um, uh, they're not white South Africans. They're um, they're they're coloured South Africans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to go home. They've had wow. enough of this. Well, that's and, the same and who something. would have ever thought that we would be compare miserably with South Africa? Mm. Um, I saw that Denmark have dropped all of their uh, mandates, and they've and yet they've got the highest uh, cases 
in the Western world, but they've mm. got the lowest deaths in the Western world. Oh, interesting. So they're obviously so doing they're, something they're, right. They're probably a low, a low vaccination number, perhaps, and they've got a lot of herd natural herd natural immunity. Herd immunity. Yep, they've just yep. they've just opened yep. it all up. And New Zealand is put down as the worst response, yep. and we we didn't even have COVID here, and we've still got the worst response in the Western world. Yeah. Well, just, all about all we've, about we've ruined our deaths, country. All of our deaths are. Um, you know, uh, are to do with being vaccinated, you That's know, right. and, Same and the illness that we're getting, uh, uh, you know, immunocompromised vaccinated people. Yeah. How long can they deny it for? Unreal, isn't it? I don't it? know. Yeah. I don't it's know. like a nightmare going on. But yeah, fortunately, yeah. we've got people like you and people like Brett you know, and I mean, I didn't like know who he Grant, was. Let's all, let's all be a mutual admiration society. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> but, I mean, I didn't even know who Brett Power was. And I went on his Facebook page and, oh, yeah, it looked all right. Yeah, da, da. But I, but then when he did the interview, thank goodness for Counterspin Media, and they did that yes. brilliant interview oh, with him. Yeah. Yeah, what would we, we would know nothing in this country yeah. Yeah. Um, except for what's going on overseas. Yeah. So they've certainly got um, – you know, we, Candace, and they Candace tell Owen. Overseas, sorry. Yeah, go on. No, go ahead. You carry on what you're going to say, and I'll bring in. Oh, what I was going to say Counterspin counter is also telling overseas what's going on here because they don't know most of them. I know. They have, they have tens of thousands of views on mm. um, what's it called? Band.video, which I think is mm. run by either Alex Jones or. I think it's Alex Jones, and they have tens of thousands of views, whereas here in New Zealand, New Zealand audience, yeah. not that many. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, overseas, the rest of the world, America in particular, are, are getting to yeah. know just how rotten we are here. Yeah. How rotten yeah. we are. Um, now, I wanted to – I think we've you, – did you hear the interview that John Ansell did with Alana? Dr. Alana Ratner on Wednesday? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. That was the night that I was supposed to come over and then I ended up doing a very, very long Zoom. In a moment, uh, I'll, I'll play you it. I, I had a long Zoom and then I did another couple of hours with with, with a group. Yeah, you've um, been working so hard. And I love I love listening to those Zoom calls. I love being in on them. They made me feel very welcome the last time I came too. It was great. Um, I'll play you a just a little extract of a very short piece from Alana's interview with John Ansell. But right now, Candace Owen, she talks about what's going on with, um, you know, if you're in a, a, an abusive relationship, uh, a controlling husband or wife or whoever, and they're controlling you, um, you have a listen to what she says. She's comparing the government with an abusive marital relationship. I want to talk about PSYOPs, actually, and, and go back to what you were saying about the CIA having, having done that, because I have studied that a lot. I'm very interested in that. I'm actually I've always been very interested in psychology. It's probably because from the time I was a kid, I've just it was a survival skill. I got to know who's trying to manipulate you to do what. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I think psychology is really interesting because the human brain is quite fragile. It's quite fragile in a way. It's um, Especially it's, in our children. In our children, especially, which is why I'm so adamantly opposed to when children start being targeted. And it's not unlike a computer. You can program it. It is exactly like a computer. You can program a mind one way or the other. Absolutely. And so what you were saying, first and foremost, about Everything that happened to me instantly, I, I, by my gut instinct, I was the first person who spoke out and said, uh-uh, something's not right here, was if you had applied what the government was doing to its citizens to a relationship between a man and a woman, 
you would have said these are obviously signs of psychological abuse, right? If a man said to a woman, you need to stay at home, you can't see your family, you can't see your friends, you need to stay here because you're going to die. I'm the only person that can save you. You know, every it's terrible out there. You're exactly right. It's Any normal human metaphor. being would just go, this is you're in an abusive relationship. Some, yeah. This is very bad. You got to get out of there. And then finally, the person says, OK, well, you, you can leave the house, you know, you leave the house. But here's what you got to do to leave the house. You would say you're, you're being abused and that you were your, your mind has been it's almost in Stockholm syndrome. And they go, oh, okay, well, then he's, he's saving me now. All I've got to do is do this and I can leave, and I can leave the house. This is an ex- example of Stockholm syndrome. It's a, it's a fantastic metaphor. And yet people couldn't understand that you've just entered in, in a psychologically abusive relationship with your government. Right. You are an abused person right now. You're coming out in a fragile state because you've been abused and locked down. And they now know that. All, they're, they're promising you, all you got to do is do this and it'll, it'll be better. All you got to do is do this one thing and it'll be better. And so it was weird to me to see people accept that. I probably shouldn't have shot onto that because, Ella, you had a very good point there. And I think, Jasper, you wanted to talk about what we were talking about before. Um, you said that in Denmark, they've got more honest diagnosis, Ella, didn't you? With, uh, yes, that's true. That. That's mm. true. Hi. Hi, Grant. Hi, Hi how are you? Good. Um, look, uh, honestly, um, I think this is the difference. They honest say what is the cause of the death. In Denmark, not like yeah. in yeah, not like in New Zealand. Um, the guy, that guy, if you remember, died shot, and they said uh, it's uh, COVID. Yeah, and the COVID dead. You remember? Yeah, I do remember. It was a few months ago. Ridiculous. Yeah. So that is ridiculous. And imagine yeah. how many was like that. That's right, and all and a lot of people so, that are eighty in their eighties that would have died from a cold or flu anyway. Oh yes, yes, mm, in the early stages. And to, wasn't it? Uh, last year, I think many because we were told, including the, the doctors, admit that um, they doesn't matter what they come to hospital if they are positive, they are considered uh, COVID. Mm. So they can have a crush and have COVID and die from COVID. It's so ridiculous. that's why the cases, are, yeah, that's why the cases are high. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. yeah, I think I agree with you. Uh, Liz, what did you think of uh, Candace Owens? And she was an in, in being, I think, I don't know whether she was, I think she was being interviewed. Or she may have been interviewed. No, she would be interviewing Dr. Robert Malone, who's one of the co-inventors of mRNA. Um, what did you think of that battered house, you know, battered wife syndrome? That's basically what's going on with us the last two years here, isn't it? Being locked yes, in the house, is. stay at home, don't go out, don't talk to your neighbours. That's um, what you know. Terrible. I think that um, oh, I did write something um, a while back and I put it out on my page, but it's it's on my it's in my files. But um, what do they call it um, in the UK? Um, it's 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 a psychological program that they basically run on the populace, and um, uh, that was not just the UK. I think France was kind of running the same sort of thing. Uh, so yeah, and it's developed by people like the Tavistock. Tavistock, um, I was going to say that. You know, yeah, yeah, Tavistock Institute. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a yeah. definite program, and they use they use also that neural, what's it called, neuro linguistic programming. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely a, a pack of lunatics. Um, we are in in the grip of them. Are you sweeping while you're um, while you're on the I'm, podcast? I'm making bread. <laughs> Sound like you're sweeping the kitchen, sweeping yeah, the floor. I thought you had servants. Last I thought I thought you had servants helping you. 
<laughs> hey, Jess Breit, sorry, we've, um, I see you're unmuted there. Uh, hopefully you're still with us and haven't um, – because sometimes when, you're, when I look at this podcast, I see the name is there, and but they're not – they've gone. So there's obviously some yeah, bugs still in this program. Oh, you are still there. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Welcome. Evening. How are you? I am good. Good. I am good. There's what do you know about from here tomorrow from Bluff? Well, yes, the convoy. Con the convoy. The convoy. It starts from your bit of town, part of town, doesn't it? In Vicarville or Bluff? Yeah, about a hundred k's away. Start? It starts from Bluff. Yeah. Are you going to be in the convoy? No, afraid not. I'd love to, okay. but somehow logistics between the farm and two children, four and six, don't work out. But yeah. there's a group going. Very definite. Uh, a few patriots, I'd say are heading yeah. out from there. So what's going to happen when they – there's something happening in Timaru, I hear, uh, and then once these trucks all get to – because I've been up to Picton and there's a bit of a big roundabout, you know, like sort of just in the back streets there. There's sort of a, mm -hmm. a street that's got a park in the middle of it and all the trucks often will sort of park around that. And, you know, that's it, just at a, a usual um, – week or there's, weekend there's going to be a motley crew i mean from out here i know motley. trucks uh there's jeeps there's youths there is lots of things going so and, it'd be good for business uh, wouldn't it with all the towns and on the way people got yep, to eat it should be and uh, i believe i was listening uh, not i was watching a comment on facebook i unfortunately am banned for a few days oh that's good was, uh, a roll of honor i know you're doing something right I was listening to a, watching a gentleman's comment who was saying that um, he's got a hearse and in Dunedin he's going to ride it for a while, uh, lamenting the death of democracy. Oh, that's a good idea. Excellent idea, I thought. Max just uh, said that he's going to Wellington. He's joining it and uh, going to Wellington. He's picking up a mate in, in Manukau on the way down. Good on you, Max. That's good. Max used to be a truckie in Australia, didn't you, Max? Ah. Uh. Hmm. It, it, you're there, but I, we can't hear you, Max. Hang on, mate. I'm just. Um, That's all right. I've talked. I've finished talking to Jess Breed. Sorry, Jess Breed. I cut you off. Mate. I'm all over the show tonight. You're there. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Jasper, you probably haven't. You probably wanted to um, say a bit more about that convoy, didn't you? No, that's I fine. That's fine. Yeah, mate, you just got my headphones on. So. Yeah. Sometimes it's funny this program because what happens is whoever's talking, if someone like if you're talking away and then someone else goes to talk, you don't hear them for a, a second a delay or half a second delay, but it's enough for you to keep talking and then they talk and the and it's it, you can't have a proper conversation like you would do if you're all in the same room together. It's it can be quite confusing. I suppose you've all noticed that. Hmm. Anyway, Max, so you're joining and you're going to Wellington and picking up a mate in Manukau. Yeah, mate, I've just decided um, Good on you. that uh, I found out about it and was thought that would be neat to go to that. Um, I've only been to one uh, sort of stand-up uh, event, which was in Dargaville here for the groundswell. Yeah. Been wanting to do something. I've been quite sort of vocal online, um, promoting everything everywhere. And yesterday it was like, Oh, man, I'd really like to go to that. I'd really like to go to that. And I contacted their uh, group through um, Telegram and tried to find out where to meet and what's going on. And um, 
of course, everybody's run off their feet and trying to sort everything out in every direction to get this whole thing together. Yeah. So I got I got a few ideas, and um, so I'm meeting up in uh, Kensington um tomorrow at eleven. Yeah. And um, the convoy comes through Whangarei around twelve. Okay, so it starts in, in um, there. is it? It starts at Waitangi. Um, where we had our first. That, oh no! As far as I know, it starts at Waitangi. Well, they'll be no, stopping no, at Waitangi I've, anyway. Maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, they're I'm stopping wrong. at Waitangi. They're, they're starting yeah. from right up north. So I think there's trucks coming from um, Cape Ring up, up that way, and they're oh. working their way down, stopping in uh, Kotaia, stopping on the way, meeting people, um, Whangarei's a stop point, picking up so people the... here, um, heading down through um, uh, Auckland, uh, and I think it's overnight in Hamilton somewhere. Yeah, so they they arrive in Wellington. They plan to arrive on uh, the eighth, which will be what's that? Tuesday, 6 Wednesday in the morning, I think. Six. Six. Uh, no, 6 that's that's Thursday, morning. isn't it? Uh, Tuesday. The eighth. Tuesday. I thought Tuesday was the sixth. Oh no, Monday's the sixth, seventh. Yeah. We're meant to be turning up there uh, six a.m. on Tuesday. It's White Day. Uh, what tomorrow. day is that? No, oh, tomorrow. tomorrow is Waitangi Day. Oh, it is too. Yeah. Sunday. Oh, that's, they, they want me to go yeah, up so there. I've got to speak. I'm going to drop off to a mate's, uh, <laughs> pick him up in Manukau, and then join the um, join the uh, convoy again. It's um, uh, or catch up to them in White uh, in Hamilton. Yeah. And then I think they're going next day. Um, half are going down east coast, half are going down west coast, and meeting in uh, Palmerston North. Very good. Now, what about the ones at Picton? How, that's going to take a while to get across the uh, the ferries. And will the ferries up. accommodate them? Well, this is going to be this is going to be the issue. Uh, I think the the convoy started in Vicargill and it's coming yep. up. I think it's stopping in Christchurch overnight. Yeah. Um, not quite sure. They they I'm not don't know if they're leaving the day later or whatnot. Um, because we're taking two days to get down there. We're leaving tomorrow. We're getting uh, which is. Sunday, we're going down Monday, we're turning up Tuesday. Right. So I'm not sure where they're, I think they were leaving on Sunday as well, from the cargo, but yeah. that means they must be coming to Christchurch, then they must be coming across Picton um, on the Monday. That's right. Uh, so, that they can, so they can meet up on the Tuesday morning. Uh, uh, where we're meeting up, I don't know. There's going to be cars, uh, or trucks, cars, Motorbikes, um, they even said bring tractors, turn up in tractors if you want. Uh, and there could be just people on on foot. Uh, there's no sort of uh, estimate of numbers that are going to be there. In Canada, he's wanting to find people for loitering, $10,000. Justin Which Trudeau. He's wanting to do a lot of things except go out and face them. Man, he's an idiot, isn't he? <laughs> Now, for those well, of you from outside, they want to know, one person said, what's this protest all about? Well, it's the protest against our government's vaccine mandates and COVID restrictions. The Freedom Convoy about, 2022 NZ. It's an alliance yep. of groups inspired by a similar protest action in Canada and Australia. And uh, yep. yeah, so and it's, it's really picking up, isn't it? Picking up for uh, our, strength, strength. our freedoms, for uh, opposing mandates, um, and just letting us get back to... Uh, life again instead of being yeah. held down the mandates it's all about the vaccine stopping transmission and we all know that is just straight down the toilet for months now yeah. and she just has been the evil demon um from the bells of hell that just will not want to relinquish <laughs> her powers 
um, and she should be put down for it. She's Ooh, breaking the law and everyone's it'll have to be. every way possible, it'll, but she's using these exemplary powers. She's just uh, a bad, put, bad person. That's what she's put, turning out to be. Put down for it. She'll have to, it'll have to be, of course, a judicial putting down, tried and then well, dealt with by a court. If she comes out in public, I think there's other people that will just walk up there and put her down. Um, well, we'll have to put them away. They can't. We, we're running a we're running a country with law and order, and you know we can't be yep. allowing I, I that sort of nonsense. I think it's the point now where um, that you know that, that that's not the right thing to do. But I think mm. um, there's people being so many people being vaccine injured, mm. and wait until the kids get hurt. That's Once right. Hurt, well, they are getting hurt, aren't uh, they? She she better not come out in public or. There's going to be some angry parent that's just enraged by losing mm. or having their their kid's life destroyed, if not ended, and that's when you get into emotions overpower sense, and you go back to jungle law instead of uh, actual law. This is the this is the dangerous game she's playing with. For those um, of you that don't realise that that people are being injured and killed with this vaccine because your government and your government's not telling you and the news media is not telling you what's going on, um, one of the best search engines that I've found helpful is uh, 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 Putin's. I think we're supposed to call him Putin because if you if you like him, it's he's Putin. Is that right, um, Ella? And if you if you don't like him, you call him Putin. Someone said. <laughs> anyway, depend um, depend on the accent. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was um, that was the Aussie Cossacks was saying that he was pronouncing it correctly. Um, but for those of you that don't realise that we people are being killed and injured by this vaccine rollout, and the government knows it, and they're keeping quiet. And Dr. Um, Alana Ratner is uh, she believes, uh, and I I don't know what she seems to have information that we don't that um, that the government is paying and it's the only paradigm that fits the government is paying parents of vaccine injured and vaccine uh, children that die from this shouldn't even call it a vaccine the serum as brett power rightly calls it um they're giving them money and um you know that's just unbelievable here's here's dr elena ratner with john ansel just a short clip there have been uh. so many deaths in teenagers and now in little children and the government continues to pay them off at hundreds of thousands of dollars per death. The exact number that you are paid off depends on your demographics. So if you live yes. in Remuera or Takapuna, you'll get paid close to a million dollars. If you live in Northland, you'll probably get 150 because that's what people expect. And whoever um. would take payment for the life of their child is beyond me because your child is priceless and if your child dies from this vaccine you should be standing on the rooftop screaming because it therefore becomes your responsibility to save the rest of the children in this country. I mean one can understand a parent who is riddled with guilt for having had their child stabbed uh, and could well take some hundreds of thousands of dollars to not talk about it but what you just said is is everything it's the it's the responsibility of that for the death the rest for the, of them for the and for the death of hundreds of thousands right. of children you can be riddled with not guilt for the death own. of your own child or you can be riddled with guilt for the death of thousands more children 
And that's what is starting to fill me with contempt for these parents, which is not a nice emotion considering what they've just gone through. They've made a mistake and now it's their duty to stop other people from making the same mistake. And no yeah. one is going to blame them for the first mistake because they have been hypnotised and they have never been given enough information to make a true informed consent. But they will be blamed yeah. for the future deaths of other children. That's right. And uh, Wahini Tower sent me um, a recording of a woman who um, her daughter ended up in Middlemore. I won't play it now, but... Um, uh, you know that there's that is that person is the sort of people that we want. When you're if your child is injured or you know someone that's been injured by this vaccine, you need to speak up and you need to not 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 sit sit at home and say nothing. You need to stand up, speak up, and tell as many people as you can, because you will be able to save other people from being injured by this shocking serum that's being this government is forcing upon us. Um, welcome, Larry. And uh, how are you? I know you've got some good information. You're you're quite involved with the convoy. Um, can you tell us what you know? Because we're, I'm a wee bit in the dark, um, not having uh, telegram, <laughs> not being able to get it working. You there, Larry? Well, I'm here. If you can hear me, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Larry. Well. If you can't get Telegram, you must be a very good person because um, I think that's one of the platforms that um, sort of allows everybody, but um, the, the very naughtiest one. So that's I can't um, get sound out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I can work most things. My son's even had a go, and he's pretty clever. He said there's something dodgy going on there, so we'll have to get to the bottom of it. Um, yeah, yeah, so, so what's um, happening with, I, I just uh, with... um, I just heard the last like four or five minutes um, um, about the children. Hmm. Um, and I fully concur with um, with the lady who was speaking. I'm sorry, I don't Dr. know Elena at the Rathen. moment. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, yes, I've, I've, I've heard you before on the podcast. Um, yeah. um, fantastic. I think for the moment, for the time being, we have to um, withhold any um, judgment. We have to be compassionate. All of us are... Um, able to be fooled, able to be um, coerced, able to be, just withhold your judgment, everybody, mm. because um, it's so? an emotion, um, just like John said, it's an emotion we don't need at the moment, um, and it's not conducive to, to any anything fruitful for the time being. Um, and let, um, let greater powers than um, our little beings prevail for the moment. So... Um, what we can do is what's happening right now, um, and it's been happening from the moment people were descending on Ottawa in Canada mm -hmm. with their trucks, with their trailers, with their um, mobile homes, with their vehicles, with their bicycles even, um, because people are fed up with this. And um, even the people that are only slightly aware of something nefarious going on, I'm sure John will like that word. <laughs> um, uh, John Anson. Even the people that are... <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, um, he's more outspoken than I am, and he's probably right, but I'm, I'm just withholding um, judgment for the time being. Um, since that moment um, has started um, in Canada, and um, I think it's it's fantastic that it 
started somewhere. It had to start somewhere. Mm. And um, we're now seeing it since last Saturday. Um, so we're a week from when it started here in New Zealand that people were starting to organize. I think I was um, at least keeping an eye on it from Saturday. And since then, um, yeah, I'm, I'm involved with it. You know, I can say it here, you know. I'm, uh, I'm not ashamed of anything. Um, I'm, I'm busy with the communications, with um, backup plans, with, um, um, with the, the convoy. Trying to help people. Mm. Yeah, with the convoy. Yeah, we're talking mm. about convoy here. This is like a national convoy. Everybody's heading for Wellington to be in Wellington at the latest Tuesday morning, even from the South Island um, and from the North Island, obviously. Um, and to be in Wellington and to um, make a very firm statement to the people that are in charge there right now mm. that this this will not do. This is not um, what we've what anybody's voted for. This is not what anybody is willing to be um, part of. And um, the numbers are growing. Um, I think more and more people are starting to, um, like I said earlier, um, to have some awareness of like the medical side of it doesn't add up. The political side of it doesn't add up. It just doesn't add up. And um, mm. some people were a little bit more um, aware of this thing even two years ago. Some have come in later into the game. Some had to just wake up from a vaccine that is um, not what a vaccine is um, according to the um, the medicinal books from two years ago you know this is not a vaccine let's just um, um be honest about it this is an mrna gene therapy monstrosity that should have never been rolled out in the first place and um, that's my mm. personal opinion um i don't think it's experimental because i think the people who have um put this out are fully aware of what it is doing we had Matt Sheldon and um, Sue Gray last week um, through Counter Matt Sheldon. Yeah, uh, Shelton. I keep yeah, calling yeah. him Sheldon. Too. Shelton. Shelton. Yeah. Shelton. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No worries. Shelton, you're right. Mm. Yeah, I, um, I keep doing it too. Um, there is there is stuff in there that, um, or at least in some of the batches, we can talk about that later because apparently there's different batches of the um, of the product. But there is stuff in certain batches, at least, as far as we know now. Um, also, um, um, Reiner um, Fulmich, the, the German uh, prosecutor. Um, yes. There is stuff not right about it. And it's, um, it's so blatant that it's, it's almost an insult to speak about it or to have to speak about it um, and to try to prove that it's true because... Um, the yeah, evidence is mounting up every day. Oh, Larry, Larry um, Max has got a, um, got a comment to, to give you. you Can you, you repeat you that, realize, Max? You do realize what uh, Sue Gray has come up with, with uh, the Dr. Matt, uh, about the scientist here that uh, has detected um, nano um, tech inside the vaccine here in Pfizer in New Zealand. Absolutely. That's what I was um, referring to. And that has already been detected, I think, a year and a half ago in, in Madrid, in, in Spain. And yep. we remember the... Several, um, several the, countries the, where it's been done. 
Yes. So here, it's 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 it's, it's, it's she won't she won't meet them. None of them will meet them. Which is shocking. which is just yeah, it is shocking. And to try to have to prove something that is so open and um, um, Grant, you remember from a few months ago we we spoke about the psychological side of it, the cognizant cognizant di um, dissonance, like yeah. People just cannot accept that a government or an, a person of authority would be doing something um, contrary to their contract with society, like do it's no a harm. Isn't like, it? That's, what, that's what Candace Owens was saying. It's a psyop. She was talking to Dr. Robert Malone that we've had a psyop mm. done on us. You know, it's, it's just like a, a woman who's being abused by a husband, You're not allowed to go outside, stay at home, not, don't talk to the neighbors. That's what's going on with us. That's what they're doing to us, keeping us living in fear, and Trying to. It's, it's intolerable and shouldn't be shouldn't be allowed. We know. Once I realised, it took a while at the start. I thought, oh far out, maybe this is something. Maybe I should be washing my hands and get some masks, you know. And 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 I sort of was a kind of in the back of my mind. I thought, oh, there's something not quite right. And I think Jaspreet, Jaspreet, I know that you straight away, right from the beginning, you knew. But I was sort of, oh, maybe not. Surely, maybe it's just my conspiratorial mind. And so I held back I, saying I think, anything. I took, I took a month to cotton to on. Me too. Did, yeah. My intuition was saying something is not right. But, mm. you know, seeing the concrete yeah. uh, bits of it. Because uh, I have a cousin, a first cousin, who is a um, Boeing 747 pilot. He does the Delhi-Hong Kong circuit. And he was telling me since December 2019, January. And he says, something weird is going on the, in this leg. He says, usually when we head to Hong Kong, uh, Disneyland is right next door. And he says, usually, you know, when the flight crew is changing, he says, they make us, they, they've got guards, he said. They don't let us go outside our rooms. And we're literally there. And then we are out nonstop. I mean, temperature checks and frequently. And then uh, we only get out when we uh, have to start flying back to New Delhi. Mm. So there's, there's been things like this people have been speaking but uh, yeah at this point it's it's an IQ test it's not a pandemic yeah that's right would you agree with that Ella and Liz yeah um, uh, I just uh, wanted, sorry. sorry I just wanted to um, say a, a little bit more about the convoy oh now, thanks yeah is, and Larry's um, interested in that too oh sorry uh, yeah no, go ahead. Uh, the convoy itself is a great opportunity for action. I mean, uh, we're always talking about the journey is more important than the um, destination. And I think that it's a, it's a good three days of consciousness raising that can go on. Every part, every town that people are moving through. I know that over on the west coast um, in Taranaki, they're going to be holding uh, events and um, and one of the things, um, my friend Dora, um, she's helped organising an event over here in a park. The local council wants $600 off them uh, because they're unvaccinated. And they've said, no, no, we're not paying that. We're not paying anything. And I'm saying to her, um, how about then you, you test out my waiver theory? And I, I think it's more than a theory. Liz, what are you doing? You're selling like you're pulling the kitchen apart. It's not me, but with the pots and pans this time, I'm sitting quietly. Isn't it? Oh, no, who's that? Who's that banging, clanging? Can you mute yourself, please? Is it me? Oh, it could be you. 
<laughs> I tried muting everyone to see who it was, and I thought it must be Liz. My apologies, Liz. Go ahead. No, it's not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I thought I was being muted, but you must have switched me on. <laughs> Sorry. You, you turned me on. Your, All right. Hey, cut that out. Podcast. Okay. Go ahead, Liz. Uh, yeah, that it's um, it's a great opportunity for consciousness raising and action. No, somebody's still clattering around somewhere. It's not me. Is that you, Larry, banging away? Yeah, sorry. That, but that's only the last seven seconds. Carry on. You mute yourself. <laughs> <laughs> mute yourself, Larry. Okay. I don't want to mute you. It's rude if, if I do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'll so, have to do it then. Um, Can't hear me. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yeah. Uh, so, they're going to have events, events in, um, in, a, in one of the parks over in, in Taranaki there in New Plymouth. And yep. um, and uh, that they're going to um, use um, waiver. So as each person enters the event, um, oh, that's right. Uh, they she tried a little bit of um, um, talking and trying to talk the um, them around and saying, well, they said, oh, you, how many people are you having at the event? And you've got to stand two yards of two feet apart and wear masks and everything. And are you sure there's not more than twenty five? And and she said, no, we're not having an event. We're going to look at the gardens. And we're saying in your policy, you know what Dora's like. She, she mm. knows all of the ins and out of these policies. But I said to her, how about something a bit more simple, and just get everybody to give a wave. And I just, I'm just waiting for the moment when they discover that waivers are going to um, a puncture their balloons, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. But yeah, um, so waiver is a great, um, a great little weapon to have. You can get your restaurants open. I talked before. I, I think um, Ants was asking about it, but I was talking before about it, Ants, that um, it could be used to open up restaurants, open up hairdressers, open up everywhere. You just have a list at the door, and as people go in, they have a place where they can um, print their name, and then they sign underneath, and they have a simple statement like, um, I agree that by entering these premises um, that I waive all rights to sue them if I contract um, COVID-19, the disease, the disease COVID-19, or something like mm. that, something really simple. And um, and then uh, if, if uh, uh, because the, the, the actual um, legal ridiculousness of the idea of anybody being sued uh, because you had ca contracted this disease of any, anyone anywhere is just total rubbish. Um, the, and the um, the legal hoops that you would have to jump through would be insurmountable. Uh, imagine um, that you're, you're work safe. Let's say they're the people that have to um, prosecute it, right? Because that's under the Health and Safety at Work Act, all of this stuff. Uh, then you, they have to, um, it's a, the criminal standard of uh, proof and they have to prove beyond reasonable doubt that you got it from a particular person in a particular place at a particular time when you could have caught it on the way to there or back from there or whenever, whenever, okay? Mm. Yeah. So um, there is um, absolutely no way it could be prosecuted. And so I, I say test them with a waiver and let's, let's see what they've got to say about that. Very good. Can I jump in there? Yeah, Larry's just going to ask you. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, this is not going to be a three-day thing. I can guarantee you that. The this convoy. is going to be. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 not just the convoy. The convoy is um, indeed the route to somewhere, but um, that's not where it's going to stop. This is um, the hill that people are willing to dot 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 on. I can guarantee you that because um, two years of this absolute criminal activity is enough. I think there's been a tremendous amount of restraint from thinking people. Um, yeah. And I do count myself among the thinking people still, and I might be wrong, but um, I, I just make that uh, guess about myself. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and and um, what I hear through all... Um, all the channels that I'm, um, I'm getting um, information of. No, this is not going to be a three-day thing for publicity. This is going to stop go, this week. week. The, mm. This can go for weeks. Um, look at Ottawa. They're not stopping there. They're now surrounding Quebec City as well. They'll be in Brussels by the 7th as well. This is going to go global. And I'm not saying that this is the solution to our problems. I'm just saying that the people who have put this in place, which is the whole World Economic Forum, Schwab, Cabal thing, mm. that is going to stop now. I cannot guarantee that what's going to come next is a lot better, to be honest. But this first has to stop. These jabs have to stop. Um, well, <laughs> that's, that's the first stage. Um, yeah. And therefore, I'm, I'm very much a willing... Um, part of it and I'm very much um, a target as well. I've been um, harassed yesterday by um, a certain um, um, I think um, agent provocateur so I'm on the radar myself um, I don't mind, um, they can come for me I think you said last week uh, Grant um, if you get a knock on your door um, you probably know who it is as well um, and um, that's just, um, we have to take that risk and some of us have to um, just be bold and um, um, inspire others. Um, and I'm trying to do that. I'm sure you're, you're trying to do that too. Um, I think still um, with, with our reach, especially on your podcast, it's not going to run into the millions. Um, no. We're not Joe Rogan's yet. But in the meantime, yeah, you know, growing cabbages, for example, mm. that's what I'm doing. Food in the ground, yeah. Oh yeah, heaps. Um, mm. Anyway, um, so Liz, uh, it's nice to hear from you, and um, I, I would like to hear from uh, from John Ansel as well, and um, Jaspreet as well. Um, get involved with this thing because well, Jaspreet I think is very if involved. this fails, voices for freedom. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. Um, so if this fails, if this fails, if we fail here, you know, if this Normandy beach or this Gallipoli beach, um, there's two different examples of beaches. Mm. If this one fails, I don't think there's a lot left to try after this. And that's my personal opinion. I can be wrong. Um, Completely but, agree. This is one okay. more. Uh, to... We've got to make it work. Now, what's going to happen? Uh, this could go on for weeks, really, couldn't it? Could be more than a week at least. They've got and to go. That means that if the truckies that are involved with the distribution of food to supermarkets, that means we're going to have food shortages, and that will be blamed on us. 
It's amazing. Absolutely. It is the, the narrative is across the world. The same thing is happening in across the world. They're saying the same thing. But hey, my supermarket, I'm already restricted here. I can't buy more than two dozen eggs or four cans uh, of uh, tomatoes, any canned goods, in fact. So really? It's already yeah. happening. Right. So, oh, wow. Well, they, they obviously know. Oh, they, yeah. When did that start for you? Last week, I am talking oh. about Tuatapri. We have a four square here. Right. Okay, that's very interesting. Well, um, well, actually, um, it has to happen. And the New Zealanders have got plenty of food in the cupboards, and um, they won't. Uh, there are also seventeen um, supermarkets thus far across the country. Although there's apparently five hundred and fifty-five altogether in the country. Uh, and it's growing fast that have uh, said no mandate. And that has been down to the um, actions of, of the workers, right? So there will be food places open and the truckies will know where to deliver the food to. So the people who uh, support us will be supported and the people who oppose us will be opposed. I was just writing, can I leave you guys to talk amongst yourself for a minute? I've just, I've just got to leave the room. Can I leave you in charge, Liz? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's a you, dangerous thing. You and Larry and Ella and um, <laughs> Max and Jaspreet, I'll leave you in charge for a, a couple of minutes if that's okay. They're all in charge, yeah. Yeah, uh, because, um, you know, people have been doing what's called Section 83, which is withdrawing from the hazard of the workplace that contains a, a coercive threat to um, take your job if you don't take the jab. So, um, and this is then, um, you know, by design, being um, put into a form of industrial action that's taken um, one worker at a time, although they are working all together very well now to, um, uh, to make sure that... Um, that supermarkets and other places, for example, dairy factories, are punished if they continue on with this. Now, there have been how we can see the success of this is not so much the back back off of the ones who are still hanging on to the mandates, but the fact that I heard of three um, dairy factories this morning who have uh, are not going to be um, mandating any jabs for workers. So um, that means there will still be food supplies going in this country. It's not going to be um, all places that are shut down because we we have the you know um, uh, I be, I believe that in a very short while uh, there will be supermarkets um, putting up their hand and saying we're not we're not we're not and um, and the food supply problem will go. Now also. Um, we, we, because we are self-sufficient in food. It's not like uh, we're Canada or, or somewhere um, that that is importing a whole lot of food. We have more than enough in this country, so um, we're not going to be. They're not going to starve us out. We are going to starve them out, basically. But in an economic sense, we're going to starve them out. Can I ask a question, with you, Liz? Yeah, sure. Um, these are places that are stopping the mandates in that, um, mm -hmm. as you're talking about these uh, dairy companies and that, is this a result of this uh, Section 34 
document that you've you've got up, or is there other reason? 83, 83. 83, yeah. yeah, we can't we can't really tell. Although I have spoken with the um, the man who sort of organised the push to for the supermarkets to start. He was the first. I think his supermarket is in um, Eastridge up in Koimarama here in Auckland, and uh, yeah, and uh, he knows about Section eighty three. He's um, in touch with our main organiser for the foodies. Uh, shares uh, Mac, Mackie, and uh, they talk a lot, and and so that's how she knows the up to date. Um, there's no there's no big secret about it. We want we want foodstuffs to know that um, we've got yeah. them targeted because otherwise they'll blithely go on thinking they've still you know they're still running the game when it's actually turned. So um, well, I believe it can only grow. It can only grow. Um, well, I've, I've already passed the um, site out to a couple of other people that are being mandated. Uh, well, mm. they're, they're being told to um, get the shot or get shot or lose their jobs. So I'm, I'm passing mm. on this. Um, is it section 34? Is it? I'm passing this. Uh, 80, 83. Uh, section 83. 83. Yes. I don't know where I got 34 from. 83. <laughs> I'm, uh, um, I'm I, passing I this on to anyone I can to try oh, and God. get them to the knowledge that it's there, so they can turn around and fight back as well. Um, if they don't know it's there, they can't do anything. But if you let them know that it's there, like uh, this 83 and the um, – what's the other one you're talking about? The waiver, uh, businesses can write. If people know that they're there, they can – it empowers them to use it and fight the system. Yeah. So. Yeah, Ants, Ants has put the name for it there. Uh, yeah, well, that's yeah. right. And we, we're wanting the businesses to join us because when, when the workers and the businesses get together, they're lost. You know, they lose. We always knew yeah. they would lose, but we just didn't know exactly how. Yeah, well, it's, it's been just one thing after another to try and pull the walls over us, block us this way, block us that way, turn everyone against us more and more and more, any which way they can. Um, it's just quite atrocious the, the way that everything has been thrown to uh, force all this stuff through. So... Um, for people like uh, you and everyone else that's uh, getting the stuff out there for people, uh, fighting for people, um, it's excellent, uh, it's needed, and there's more and more people becoming aware of uh, that they can do something to stop this now. There was a sense of hopelessness. Yeah. Everyone almost been hopeless. How can we do this? Now, as uh, I, you know, we all watch um, Chantelle Baker, and um, I find she's quite a, a spokeswoman, uh, her and her father. Um, and they're getting the information out too. They've given me inspiration, um, as well as you and um, uh, the reporter lady. Um, was it Liz Campbell? Um, oh, uh, Liz Gunn. On the show. Liz Gunn, that's the one. Uh, yeah, and Sue yeah. Gray. They're people that are standing up to, against the system, uh, bringing out ways that uh, oppose. Don't just sit there and take it. Oppose, mm. but it's also giving people ways that they can start to oppose instead of like what can we do now there's yeah. things that we can do and more and more people are now going to start to stand up and do um trying to get everyone together in the one group is the big part um yeah. and i think that this yeah. convoy is going to bring a lot of the groups together um this this is going to be bigger than the first protest down in wellington i think it's um, oh yeah this is that. That was just a, a few hour event. 
this is going to be a week or two weeks or more event um, that could get uh, a bit heavy uh, as time goes by, but it's something that people can now get involved with and do. Um, and I think people know that this is this is sort of coming up to the do or die, uh, almost literally. Um, yes. I think you're right, Max. Um, from what I'm hearing, um, people from all walks of life, and you're, you're quite right in saying um, there's, there's a unity feeling and the same feeling is going around in, um, in Canada and um, indeed in certain parts of Europe. Um, Australia. We, 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 yeah, Australia. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot that yeah, one. Far, <laughs> the the land of Oz. Yeah. That, that's becoming endemic, if you like. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think the reason is is like like the first year, most of us were a little bit like, oh, this this could be serious, this could be, but a lot of people were after a year like, hey, this doesn't add up, that doesn't really make sense. Well, as you say, and for a year, the anger go for that long. We didn't think it was going to keep going and going and going and going and going. No, it was two weeks yeah. to um, to flatten the curve. Remember? Yeah, you and took the words year, out of my mouth, Larry. What's mm -hmm. going on now? Now two years. Uh, this is for here overseas. They've had it worse, and now it's like they're fighting over there, saying "up yours," and it's just spreading through the world now. Up yours. New Zealand's the last uh, virgin country that's still clinging to um, repress and deny and um, forces into you, and now we're saying "up yours" too. Here's here's what we're going to do. They were um, trying to take away a freedom of speech in Canada. Uh, in nine, in two, even in 2019, they were they were trying to stop people from preaching and stuff like that. It's um, it's a very he's a tyrant, absolute tyrant, and they've had people have had enough, haven't they? As you said, it's yeah, it's just mm. the whole planet's had enough. Ella well, just posted something really good. There's another. Do you want to talk about that, Ella? I I was playing it while you guys were chatting, and that's a, another case. Uh, a summons to arrest Jacinda Ardern and Grant Robertson. And this lady looks like a lawyer walking into the police station there, and she's got it's, – it's a great video. Um, and so I'd, I'd advise everyone to have a look at that. It's um, V-A-N-X. That's Ella's handle on the, in the chat. And it's a, a, U, a, a U dot yes. P cloud link. You tell us about that. Did you listen to it all? Yes, I did. I did, but it's unbelievable. I mean, uh, I want to to see this happening, uh, you know. But it's a <laughs> we have to remember something. Uh, you remember last year in France was yep. a lot of yep. movement, so they actually fight with police at some stage. They or every every single day in street, the, and they, they, they didn't change they much. Fired, fired them, the police. Did you say? Fight, fight with the police oh, because fighting, the police. Yes, right with you. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. and um, they didn't finish. They didn't um, end the mandates. They still struggle with Macron because Macron is like um, um, that Canadian uh, brother. Yeah. Trudeau. Trudeau, they're the Honestly. same school, aren't Trudeau. they? Ardern, Trudeau, yes. Macron, they're the same school. Yeah. yeah. What I wanted to say, we have to keep in mind the bigger picture here it's not about new, just new zealand new zealand it's very small so it's not counted in like a number like a statistic for the rest of the world because we are just five uh, million so it's not it's not much 
But the problem is here, um, they are at the same school and they follow the same script. Like I said uh, last time, I'm watching news all over the world. And I tell you something, it's exactly the same phrase they use. So if Jacinda said something in today, I am sure I hear tomorrow in France or in Romania or in Italy, Italy or German or vice versa. If Dear said two days ago, I hear Jacinda say the same. Uh, those globalists are serious in power. So we don't need to, even if we end the mandate, um, will not finish because they have plan B. I am absolutely sure. And I tell you something, maybe you don't believe it. I heard uh, last year, uh, in August, I think, August, uh, September, uh, someone saying that a mandate will end by March. Uh, so in New, in New Zealand? No, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, but, what have they got? but their laws won't change. They'll keep the laws in um, place and they can bring in some new virus. Uh, yes, exactly. Mm. I send you a message. I don't know if you read it. I just, um, uh, just come across today, come across today, I think a few minutes ago, come across today with a video saying they found in Ireland a new uh, type of HIV virus, which I think it's um, just... Well, that's uh, right. Yeah, Another, in, the, in the vaccine? You know, uh, no, they said uh, to the people, you know, like case in some people. Uh, but this, um, unfortunately, I can't post here a video. I have a video four months ago that uh, the Pfizer, um, one of the Pfizer guys said about the HIV in the vaccine. Uh, oh, they oh. have a fragment of the HIV um, in the vaccine. That makes sense. I've heard. I've heard this before. So imagine if they come up now. Oh, we found a new type of HIV in Ireland. That means will be and, and transmissible, not just through sex. So this is uh, they like uh, transmit with uh, saliva too. So this yeah. is absolutely yeah. um, freak show because. Uh, they will have uh, an excuse why those vaccinated people, uh, they will have HIV and AIDS. And so, so they're, they not gonna, find... they're not going to say it's caused through the vaccines, are they? No, no. It's just a virus come up somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is, they actually play with us. And also I, I listened a very interesting, um, I'll try to send it here to see if I can... Um, interview with someone that says um, all the country are sold uh, in 80s, 90s uh, because all some uh, I'm not sure good to explain this but um, those leaders now are doing what they are told so it doesn't matter who will come the country is still in huge debt and they will have to listen to the globalists. So it's yeah. a little bit, I don't want to be that pessimist, but um, uh, the picture is big. So it's not just that, yeah, will be great. I'm, I'm in convoy tomorrow. I'm not, so, I'm not sure how far I will go, but I'm leaving from Bluff. Um, the Good thing is, 
we have to finish with this vaccine to save the children. Are you down in Southland? Amen. Just yes, I am in Verkargal. And oh, yes. um, right. we will go all to leave from Bluff tomorrow at six, half past six. And we'll start with the hack, I understood, and it will be a good thing. Oh, that is great. That's great. Yeah. Can I jump in for a second? Yeah. Yeah, don't have to ask. <laughs> so if you're um, down there, um, get Zello, that is Z-E-L-L-O, uh, yep. on your telephone. Yep which turns your um, mobile phone into a CB radio. Oh, um, just give me a second. Just, that's fantastic. Can you, can, you type, can you type in the message, please? Yes. I just the did. name is of it, the app is, is Zello.com. No, it's just, just type Zello in your um, app yeah, browser. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, so it's Zulu. Zulu. Zulu Echo Lima Lima. Oh, you lost we? me here. Can Oscar. you please, Oscar? <laughs> He's been so can, long can out of the army, haven't you? Can you please Hello? text? Ella, it's yeah. been. I've typed it into the messages. It is there. Okay, good. Yeah. good, good. Yeah. I'll, I'll okay. try to get the. Um, I will try to get the. Um, Let's the try QR code, which 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 we are so fond of, <laughs> into the chat, and then you can get straight onto the the channel. Um, the trouble is, is used. people people are saying they can't copy in the chat. They can't copy it in, on, from their phone. I can because uh, okay. I can just run my mouse over it because I'm on a desktop. Um, if you're on your phone, yeah, what you do, do you do? A screenshot. Oh, do you? If but you're on your phone, a... you screenshot. That works. I've okay. just done it. Okay, so show us how to tell, tell us how to do a screenshot on our phones if we, well, if we see you something in the be at the, If you've got Android, you go up yep. to the top of your screen and you scroll, swipe down, so you get all your um, functions of the phone come up. Okay. Then you swipe to the left and it'll come across to the right hand side. On mine, it's got a thing screen capture. And if you're on an iPhone, you hold you your screen picture and it goes, folks, take the photo. And again, you, you, you tell them, Larry, for iPhone. iPhone, you hold your on off button and then yep. the home button. Yeah. Just for a on second. The side. Yeah. Brilliant. You can do That's that right. with Android as well. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. But I, I just feel like we're all doing it, don't we? I'm trying it now. Way. I'm trying to install Zillow. What a good one, Larry. I forgot it. I nearly forgot to mention so this, it. Larry, this will turn our phones into a CB when we're driving down the line. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I don't that find that fantastic. message. I, I, was wondering, I was wondering how we, if we'd have to go and buy a... Um, <laughs> who's, who's using it? <laughs> Roger, 10 Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, I was wondering how we could come to each other. It's a bit loud, guys. You can turn it down because it's feeding back through the program. Can you turn it down? Oh, it's me. It's Someone's got the radio up really loud. Who is that? Let me Let's see who it is. Hello. Hello, hello. Testing. It's Jeff Street. Me? Or Max. It's like, if your radio oh. up loud, or he let me hear. Testing one two three. Oh no, I can't hear it back because you're all you've I'm all muted here. yourselves. Yeah, it's all no, it's all good now. <laughs> oh good. <Yeah. laughs> 
don't know. So you was. have to put the excuse me. You have to create an account or like to put your telephone number and details. Yeah, or if I'm still I'm there, I can explain way. it quickly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, get a word. Yes, then. you do have to get an account because you have to be confirmed through your email address. The setup is okay. just a. Um, account name as we um, all have to do for everything these days a password and then you need a confirmation through your email address um, it's pretty straightforward and then you can join any channel worldwide so for example i'm also connected with the canadian channel um, oh, nice. which is interesting to hear what's happening um, in ottawa and um, in quebec um like just as a side thing um I was testing it out a couple of days ago and um, my phone isn't very good apparently and my connection isn't very good. So I got barely through to Canada. So I'm saying something like, yes, this is um, Lost Entropy because that's my call name. Lost Entropy from New Zealand. How are you guys in Canada? And I got this lovely woman calling back, ah, oh, New Zealand. <laughs> That's a state in America, right? <laughs> I've got it recorded. It's hilarious. Um, anyway, um, so that's how well-known um, this little uh, part of the world is. But it does word, work worldwide. So if your interests um, are in Japan or in India, indeed, or um, South America, um, you can just type in um, certain keywords and it'll find you different channels. I'm still trying now to get the... Um, the proper um, QR code. If I can't do that, I will just give the name and you can just type in the name into the chat. So I'll mute myself and do that, okay? Okay, mate. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I hate um, this. You know, Apple wants me to put in my iPhone passcode. I don't know. What would that be? So are we talking about get, getting the app first called Zello? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm trying now. I'm trying to. It's not Apple. I find Apple really pedantic. It's like they only allow intelligent people to upload apps, download apps. It's discriminatory See, against people like someone me. Someone was asking if it's a Zello walkie-talkie. I've come up with Zello yeah. PTT walkie-talkie. Is that the one? It, is it? Is that the right one, Larry? Is it Zello walkie-talkie, or is it? That's what I'm. Is yes, Zello? that's correct. Z E L L O or Z Z E L L O W? No W. Okay, so it's Zello without the W. The first one you mentioned. Yep. yep. So that's the PTT walkie-talkie. Mm. Okay. Um, Praveen, um, Praveen wants to join us. Um, so we'll, while we're downloading this Zello, we'll bring <laughs> we'll bring Praveen in. I, I I'm not sure where. I guess may, are you from India, Praveen? When you come in, I'm not sure. Is that would that be an Indian name, Jaspreet? Praveen? Yes, it would. Or generally from the Asian subcontinent, the Indian subcontinent. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he was he wanted to get in before, but um, I missed it. But so you, you can come in now if you like, Praveen. And uh, has everybody got Zello in? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. I. I... I fill up my phone with stuff I, have, oh, I haven't got at need, the moment. I don't want to sound like a, you know. A, a we need new phones, yeah, if that's the case. Know, but, 
but we also I need new time. We need new time. A year time. back, and it's got yeah, 124 20, gigabyte storage. And the extra couple of hours a day. Mm. We could I know. Probably... I don't have time to look at all the apps I've got. No. <laughs> <neither>. uh, Open. <laughs> people send me stuff on all different things, and I just, I don't know. I don't know where to start. I'm, I'm 62 this year in June. It's getting too much wow. for me. My son said, you're starting to walk like an old man, Dad. 62? You're still young. <laughs> he, He's only, yeah, I know. He, he's only uh, 22. He says, he says I'll start. I said, yeah, well, I've been working hard. I feel tired. But then you look at someone who's like 85 and they're still boxing along, aren't they? You know, and still, you know, involved in this movement and they're, you know, they're well into their 80s. I'd Like that lady, did you see that lady in the red outfit um, in Australia? She got knocked over by the police and she, lay, and she hit her head and she was holding the back of her head, lying on her back. And the cop went up with his spray cannon and maced her in the face. What a mongrel. Shocking. Did anyone see that? Yeah. That they was pushed her over and then he maced yeah. her. Yeah. This is Melbourne. Brutes. Yeah. And she yeah, was in a, she was like um, 70 or 80 years old. or se- She was late 70s. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter about your age or your, or your energy level. You'll be given whatever you want, whatever you require to, to for this fight. Whether you know, God can re- extend our energy and um, our days as long as it takes to to defeat this. So it probably he, he's probably struggling with and me because I go to bed just... with ear, earphones in my head, listening to <laughs> stuff all night, and I wake up tired. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, just Fred? It's images like this, you know, I'll never forget. I have that image, the one oh. you're talking about, seared in my mind. And it's sometimes images like this that really shock people into seeing what's happening. Yeah. I know this morning, yeah. it was brought to my notice that Porirua, the Families Against Violence Center, I would say it's a kind of a refuge, has mandated yep. the vaccine. So what are your choices? You're either stuck in domestic abuse or whatever your circumstances, because you have to get a vaccine to get this. Yeah, And I saw a few people reacting on that post that, you know, sometimes when you start pushing people too hard, because now it's coming thick and fast. Yeah, eventually that's we when kick back, don't the we? Blinkers, the blinkers mm. start coming on. Like, mm. why is this convoy happening now? You, you've got to feel the pain. For a long time, New Zealand was in a utopia. We were not yeah. thinking, a, we were a fool's so paradise, grateful that, you know. Isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. why do... Like in Canada, why is it happening now? The Indian farmers sitting for 13 months at New Delhi. All of this you only happens once you've, it's a process. The pain has to come and only then does the pushback begin. And I think um, just pre the thing with this is there's two components. It goes with increments. There's this and then that and then the next thing and then the next thing. And the other component is they're picking off groups uh, one mm-hmm. after another. It's the firemen, it's the teachers, it's the nurses, it's the doctors. Um, if they would have implemented it all at the same time for everybody, for every age group, this would have never happened. We saw it going down from the 80-year-olds, the 70-year-olds. By the time they started to go for the 60-year-olds, I was like, what the heck is going on? I've got a small history in microbiology when I was studying food technology which I didn't finish like most things, but anyway. Um, and at the time I was working for a microbiologist from Switzerland. I'm a painter decorator, by the way. 
And I was immediately asking, what's going to happen if you've got a pandemic and you're going to vaccinate everybody? Isn't the virus then simply going to, um, you know, you find a way around, mm-hmm. find a way around this barrier that we put up and get a, you know, a mutation that will, he's like, yeah, of course that's going to happen. And literally every serious and honest um, virologist that I've seen on, on all these tubes and all these channels, they're all saying the same thing and they all know it. They all are cognizant of this happening and the whole theory of this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated is, well, that would have been the first time ever. And, um, there's a lot of first times ever in, in this whole two year drama. It's, it's now, I, most people I know, someone was here on a farm today, they were telling about the fact that their stock agent came to the farm and said, oh, I've just had my booster today, I should be all good. And they said, oh, <laughs> all right. And he said, but my mate, you know, the other one, he said, yeah, he had heart trouble after his, but I'm still going for my booster. So these things, nearly everyone I know now. It doesn't click with them, does it? It doesn't yeah, click it does, with them. And it has yeah. to take time, it's a process. Yeah. My husband, yeah. he's but a... We've got to speak up too, don't we? We, we've they got to speak up and warn them. Yeah, my husband is now a volunteer firefighter. So November was there, uh, this thing initial. Then they got an extension. Yeah. Then the summer period came when they have no training. He's just uh, an hour ago when we are just about beginning, when I zoned mm. out. He had another call out, so he's out again. We mm. are in a small place. This community barely, you know, it's for forever looking for. So when something happens, like now I don't know where he's gone. It's all hands on deck again. So many people there are seeing now in these smaller places the utter ludicrousness of these measures. Because like him, not like him, regardless of the fact that he's unvaccinated, most people around are now seeing that, yeah, he's not really doing anything. And, you know, when we need him, he turns up. So as he says, he says, for me, it's like heads down, work, come back, and we'll see what happens. Just Bree, can you tell us about the Australia that just approved a couple of new drugs and you, there's a link there with HIV. Can you explain that to us? Uh, yes. So Australia, this was, uh, I think about mid-January, they approved two for the virus, oral ones. One is uh, Molanopiravir, I'll never pronounce it right. It's Molanopiravir mm. and the other is yep. Paxlovid. Now, both of these are repurposed uh, AIDS drugs. HIV. Yeah, so one of yep. the drugs in that cocktail of uh, Pavlovid, it could cause, it says, severe uh, life-threatening interactions uh, with widely used medications like statins, blood thinners, antidepressants. It's also not recommended for folks with kidney liver disease. The other one, they have no safety studies for under 18-year-olds, but they've approved these. And I, I find it fascinating why Absolutely. we have these uh, old... Yeah, antiviral HIV cocktails being reused. So there we are. And and what do you think? What uh, and enough, sorry. <laughs> and the same time in Ireland they found the virus. So Yeah, I've yeah. seen that one today. Fauci must be rubbing his hands. They found a more transmissible form of AIDS. Yeah. So more money for Fauci. It's a script, honestly. It's a script, and they go by that script. Mm. At I think the same time, a lot of us have woken know, up to it. Half of the country have woken up, though, haven't they, to this now? If, if you just keep looking at these various headlines, I mean, even News Hub 
is carrying information now i'm surprised is had the, the yeah. has the public yeah. interest journalism slash fund run out yeah. but last yeah. week we reduced from you know we had earlier done from 6 to 4 months for the booster and now we are doing it 3 months and uh, just this evening's uh, headlines are the fact that usa has uh, said that it is now considering lengthening the dose between the first two covid vaccines to lower the risk of heart inflammation this was a news hub this afternoon mm. and <laughs> it should make people think what are we doing so there's two things number one they are saying lengthening the gap to improve effectiveness in new zealand we are decreasing the gap the second they are saying why they are doing this to lower the risk of heart inflammation but hey wasn't that a conspiracy theory that's right that's right mm. or the same uh, the who director said uh, they conclude that if there are too many boosters can create um, aids i heard saying that so it's not good too many boosters oh wow i think I mean, too many boosters yes. will create a lot of things yes yes yeah what is it admitted ultimately you know acquired immunodeficiency your immune yeah. compromise yes. yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's what the vaccines are doing that's what that's what the the, the real doctors are telling us that's yeah. what they'll do yeah. but on so they, australia is now saying a couple of uh, ministers have come out it says that news.com time to reveal uh, this is 3:23 p.m. this afternoon experts yeah. god knows who they are experts say it's time to remove vaccine mandates for those who want to do everyday activities such as eating in restaurants says australia So okay. now they are saying that because 93% of Australians are vaccinated we can do this but they have just literally as they posted this at 3 p.m. 1 p.m. Australia conference said they have hit code brown in hospitals they've got too many hospitalizations so what gives it is an iq no, test not a pandemic No, coming up because the trucks the trucks coming up after 10 o'clock we've got the yeah. Carl Bromley show coming up after 10 oh cool. of course he doesn't know it yet my <laughs> <laughs> Carl so what <laughs> yeah the Carl Bromley show call in after 10 o'clock 10 to 12 with Carl Bromley your <laughs> your questions on religion politics and relationships will be answered and the meaning of everything <laughs> the meaning of life how do we get here where do we come from and where are we going when we die <laughs> thanks thanks grant hey hey i told you what just i know um, i didn't want to change the subject but that's sort of part of my illness uh, i go from one subject to the next it's very very frustrating for people that work with me um and now i've forgotten what i was going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the silver lining isn't it yeah it's terrible um especially when i get tired i i can't hold a thought when i'm really really tired I've worked hard and and you know, stress myself out but anyway what i wanted to talk about was um that guy the a canadian guy that talks with a sort of a high voice and you know the meaning of life and john ansel can do a really good um mimic of him uh you know He talks like this. He's got a high voice. Yeah, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Can you tell? Me? 
he's a, he's a, he's a um, psychologist or a, you know sort of like oh, a professor, yeah, yeah. a Canadian yes, guy. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, Jordan Peterson. Um, Jordan. Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. I was yes. listening to a, watching a video of him today, and he had me in tears. Mm. He was talking about. He said, "I, I, I was an atheist. I didn't want to believe in God, but I thought I probably should, but should do, but I didn't." You know, I should be mm. a believer, but I, I wasn't, and I realized I probably shouldn't be. But his wife's a Christian, mm. and um, he was just saying that, you know, um, I've got to share it, actually. I'll, I'll, I won't do it now. I'll actually prepare it properly, and I'll play some of it, of what he what he did. But it was it's brilliant. Um, it's uh, Yeah, it's about him becoming a Christian. So I think he really is a Christian now. Um, mm. He's always st- stood up for Christians. And you know he likes the like John Ansel. You know he likes the, the, the. There's a lot of good Christians have done a lot of good in in the world. You know, brought a lot of good. He's and, a very honest um, man, Jordan Peterson, Peterson, Peterson isn't he? And uh, that's yeah. what I've always liked about him. And yeah. I think if, I read his book, The uh, Twelve Rules of Life, and I thought it was fantastic. And uh, I think guys like Jordan, just coming from my backgrounds in um, personality psychology, clinical personality psychology myself. Um, certain personality types um, have less access to uh, emotional, uh, the emotional kind of personality type, um, and they're more intellectual. And sometimes people mistake mistake uh, the idea that unless you have an emotional experience, you can't be a Christian or something. So that's, that's absolutely, utterly bonkers. Uh, people experience God and come to faith in different ways. It doesn't have to be an emotional ascent. Some people have met people who have come to God through logic and data and information. So I think for Jordan, part of it perhaps was that, uh, you know, may have been that uh, he was seeking or expecting some kind of emotional experience when the way his personality is wired up and stacked together, it's not necessarily, it's a trait he has, but it's not his, um, his base trait of his personality type. It's a very intellectual data, information, logical kind of a um, personality trait. But I do wonder if that sort of create, created him some problems and also for other people as well who think they have to have some kind of a, a big emotional experience to experience God. Well, you don't have to. He's watched his wife, hasn't he? I mean, she's been just like I think the Bible talks about the wife can can you know bring the husband to faith, and um, by just her just her good works really, and just the way she is around her husband, and mm. uh, and I think he he says that he credits her with having quite a bit to do with it, his change of heart. So. Um, yeah, and he talks about um, incredibly honest man. Yeah, and he, and he talked about sin and the fire. He said, "You know, I don't. I want to warn people from. You know, we've got to be more loving in our the way we warn people uh, of the fire that's coming." You know, he's talking about hell, mm. and um, you know, there's no there's no easy way to talk about that. But um, he he had tears in his eye. He's got gen- a genuine compassion. For mankind, he's, well, he's been for a living. He's been for a living hell himself, hasn't he? As he's tormented himself and wrestled with yeah. life's yeah. issues yeah. in a very honest way, a very vulnerable way. The, you have the utmost respect for him, but I haven't caught up with him on his journey, to be honest. And yeah, what I'd like cool. to do, if you're keen, I'd like to. I'll, I'll, I'll take that interview. It's not very long, and mm. I'll, um, I'll put the credit, of course, in in the podcast. But I'd like to play it, and then perhaps we could talk about it. Yep, sounds um, good. Yeah. Yeah, so give me a, give me a few days' notice, Grant. I'll, I'll get no, started. I was going to do that now because we're going to get cut <laughs> off. Three did as well. Minute. 
I was going to do it now and then you come back after that. <laughs> we're going to get cut off, everyone. Thank you very much, um, Max, for joining us. Um, Liz, fantastic. Um, Jaspreet, Ella, uh, Larry, and for all the listeners there, Chris Bluff you've, from Bluff. You, um, looks like Christ. Yeah, Christ at Bluff, is it? Someone in Bluff. There's quite a few Bluff people tonight. Um, also, we've got uh, Linger there listening. And John G, thanks very much. Um, Ig, looks like Ig or something. Jess, we've got Jess Breed. There's a whole bunch of you there. Is that, well, there's 20 of you. Thank you very much for um, joining us and um, look forward to having another chin wag with you next time. Next Saturday night, I'd like to do it. I was sorry, I was, I was a bit, um, I'm a bit jaded today and so I wasn't much, much good to you, but you guys were great and I've really enjoyed listening to the conversation. So let's all keep um, the people, the, the truckers in our uh, prayers that this, what they're doing and everyone that's supporting them is going to pay off and that we can win our country back. Thank you, everybody. And so we'll go out with, um, what should we go out with? Something nice. Let me see. Who have I got? What about um, Hit the Road Jack or something like that? Let's see. Yeah, that's good. Hit the Road that's Jack. Or oh, Tom Petty. What about Tom Petty? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> we'll go out on him. Come on. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Right, but right, bro.